0: Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor.
1: What's your outlet? Yeah. Bill's Mafia. Don Brown. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Mafia, you know I'm rockin' with the Bills. It's the Mafia, you know
0: I'm rockin' with the Bills. It's the Mafia, I'm with the Buffalo Bills. It's the Mafia, you know I'm rockin' with the Bills. And, and, who you reppin' what's your team? Who you reppin' what's your team? You know I'm reppin' for my team.
1: I got that talent on my team. Micah Hyde, Jordan Boyer, can you catch it? Can you? Trade Day is like a mask, do not catch it.
0: Folks, welcome into a brand new edition of the Crowd Assist Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Kevin Misery. I'm here with Meerkat to break down a little bit. Going to do a little bit of Houston, not much. Meerkat, not much to talk about there. Yeah. Um, as well as this awesome Chiefs game coming out on Sunday Night Football <sighs> with the number one rated defense against one of the last ranked defenses in the NFL. Meerkat, how you feeling today?
1: I am feeling good. I mean, the Buffalo Bills are rolling right now. I know I don't take into power rankings into consideration most of the time, and especially ESPN's, but it's nice seeing the Bills come out on top of the ESPN power rankings this week. It feels good. We deserve it. Week one never happened, and it's revenge week. Sunday night football on the horizon. I couldn't be more excited for this game.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's what a, what a stage is set here. Um, I mean, you have. The number one defense by all statistical measures across the board. Mm -hmm. You name it. The Bills are ranked number one in plenty of places in plenty of different categories. A lot of people will say, Meerkat, well, you know what? They've played the Texans backup quarterback. They've played the Dolphins' backup quarterback. They've played Ben Roethlisberger. And they've played Washington's backup quarterback, who's decent. Um, And here you are with the number one overall defense. Now, I'll argue, while the Bills have about eight more games against these said type of teams, at some point, that's just the benchmark. That's just the benchmark of the teams that you're going to play. And the only game that – conversely, the only game that counts isn't just the Chiefs game. That's the same – it counts the same as the Texans game. Mm -hmm. One game in the regular season, even the Dolphins are two games in the regular season. That might uh, cost more. The Jets, that definitely costs and counts more. So, Mm -hmm. like, Meerkat, do you have any, like, reserve as we start to talk about this number one rated defense that they've played these 14 firsts And now they're going up against the Chiefs, and we can't count it until we see Patrick Mahomes.
1: So I I do a little bit, I'm not gonna lie, you kinda have to. You gotta tamper your expectations a little bit and you know the hype a little bit as well because you you just brought it up. We faced some backups and Ben Roethlisberger so far, but on the other hand, this defense is legit. You can't account it to be just playing bad offenses because you've seen the defense perform across the board right now. You look at the Bills defensive stats, everybody is contributing. You have 10 players over 10 tackles right now. I mean, you got multiple guys, you know, intercepting balls. Now you have special teamers coming and contributing. You see the depth last week especially in the secondary. Guys like Jaquan Johnson, Cam Lewis stepping up to the plate when needed. Cam Lewis fresh off the practice squad with a great performance. I mean – This team is just deep. It's been built to be like this, and you're seeing it perform. You want them to do what they've done against these bad teams. Two shutouts in the first four games were the first team in 21 years to do that. It doesn't matter who you play. Teams get cupcake schedules every year to start the season, but the Bills are taking advantage of that and showing what they can do. Now going against the Chiefs, a top-flight offense, I don't expect them to shut the Chiefs out by any means, but do I think we're going to perform better than we did twice last year? 1,000%. Clyde Edwards-Lair is not going to get 150 yards against us again.
0: Yeah, I mean, and more importantly, you're going to know you're playing this week. Last time, you didn't know if you are going to go into the Titans game. You didn't know what was going to happen in the COVID year last year. We had no idea. Um, how that would line up with like their like violations and them practicing on, you know, kind of mm. not supposed to be doing that, you know, just kind of going against the grain and doing that. And then, you know, Oh, what do you know? You have the chiefs game coming up. So, you know, I think you'll know now who you're playing, you know, who you're matching up with, you know, the limitations conversely of the Kansas city chiefs defense uh, who's been horrible. Mm. I mean, just across the board, one of the worst defenses in the league, you know, you look at it, they have played the Browns, uh, they won 33 29, barely scraped that out. They beat the Ray, or lost to the Ravens 36 35. They lost to the Chargers 30 to 24 and kind of a shocker of like, hey, what's going on down there in that division? And then the mm-hmm. Eagles 42 to 30. So, he, I mean, you look at that, and Meerkat, that's almost 30 points a game that they're letting up in terms of almost every team's put up 30 on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have the, they're just struggling. Like, They've allowed 31.3 points, which is second worst in the league. And it's just not a very good unit. You go down PFF, their scores are terrible. You go down mm-hmm. the eye test and they look terrible. They have no secondary. I mean, it is a mess. You know, so do you say, hey, they've had some bad luck with some of these better matchups here already through four weeks? Or are you looking at it like, I mean, they played some good teams, but this, 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 this they shouldn't be the, the last ranked. <coughs>
1: No, I agree with you where it's like they shouldn't be the last right defense, but they're not a good defense. They're really not. They have a few big, flashy names who are the cornerstones of that defense. And then the rest of the guys are replacement level guys around the league, in my opinion. You know, outside of like the Chris Jones, the Tyron Matthews, you don't have a lot of people you can truly rely on week in and week out on the defense right now for this Chiefs. And just makes me appreciate Brandon. Brandon being in how he's built this, you know, team so far that we can give Josh Allen this type of contract, but still have an extremely deep defense where guys can hop in and are performing at a high level. Where the Chiefs are kind of bogged down the way they've built this team, especially by Patrick Mahomes' contract. And you're seeing that come through this year on the defense. I mean, they're bad across the board. It's the third worst rush defense in the league right now, letting up almost 150 yards per game on the ground. The sixth worst pass defense, almost 300 yards per game in the air. They're weak everywhere. And where they're getting killed right now is the intermediate level of the field uh, against, you know, quarterbacks who can really dice them up there. And that's kind of where. Josh Allen's been excelling this year. You know, the deep ball's a little shaky to start again. But that, you know, 10 to 20, 25-yard range where the Chiefs are very weak is where our passing attack excels. And I, I like that matchup a lot. I think we're going to be able to kind of expose them.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Frank Clark's an issue, obviously. He's got some weapons charges on him right now. Um, he just pleaded uh, not guilty to those those from the March incident um, you know he's he's already missing games. He's missed three out of four already. Um, you know they're trying to get him healthy. Beside what's going on off the field, uh, he was limited in all of his last week's practice, and then he was ruled out last week. Um, you know it's looking better. I mean, it, it's almost like the Chiefs kind of you know Josh Gordon's looking like he's going to go. Um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of prepare to play the bills in a way like, Hey, like this is the game, (laughs) you know, we'll lose to our division opponent. Apparently we'll, you know, take the Eagles lately and it worked. They won. Um, And then the bills are coming up on, on the fold. And now it seems to be like some of these players might be coming back. Um, You know, do you think that we can expect Frank Clark to play? Do you think we can expect some of these, these names that haven't, you know, really played all season Uh, Deandre Baker's missed a few games, um you know kind of is that the plan do you think the chiefs really are
1: are looking to sit their players to play the bills here in week 5 I, it, it kind of makes sense because you know you've seen some of the comments from Andy Reid like he says about Frank Clark like when he's here, if he's good to go, he's here to play football. That's what matters. And so, if you you know, he just pleaded not guilty to these charges or whatever. Um, if he's good to go, they're, they're going to let him rip against the Bills, obviously. But I, I saw a quote today from the Chiefs Wire that said uh, Andy Reid talking about Chris Jones' wrist injury, it's a distraction right now. It's it's a little worse than uh, originally anticipated. He was yep. – uh, I don't think he participated in practice today at all. The only major name not to be at least limited for the chiefs. So Chris Jones, if they don't have Frank Clark and Chris Jones where, you know, they got pressure against the bills last year with the four man rush. I don't think they're going to be able to do that at all uh, in this matchup.
0: Yeah. And we'll go through that now. It's good. You brought it up the injury report. Um, You know, you're brought to you by outlet liquor. What's your outlet. Um, Chris Jones didn't participate with that wrist injury, as mentioned. Uh, Armani mm-hmm. Watts, DB illness. Um, Frank Clark, um, Tavarius Ward, DeAndre Baker, Richard Fenton, Tyreek Hill, and Orlando Brown are all full, full participants here on mm-hmm. Wednesday. You would expect them all to go. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. Yep. You would expect them all to go. Um, Watts, if that's not a COVID-related illness, you would expect him to be able to go. Um, and then Chris Jones is probably the only question mark. Knowing how they do, they might err on the side of caution here with this, uh, but they're going to get their entire, you know, they're going to have the fairly healthy otherwise outside of Chris Jones, who may be one of their best players. Um, you know, so the news of Josh Gordon being able to suit up this week, I, I mean, you know, let's flip, the, let's flip it. Let's flip it. Let's flip it. the Casey offense because that's the bread and butter here. Do you think that Josh Gordon, being a fantasy guy, being, um, you know, free money football as well, do you think that Josh Gordon suits up? And if so, can you see more than 15 snaps?
1: It's a tough one. I'm a Josh Gordon guy, too. I've loved him since his breakout, and I've been rooting for him to get back in the league and going. Find his footing. I mean... It's a tough call. I want to say they brought him up onto the active roster to be active this week. I mean, outside of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, what's going right for them on that offense? I like Nicole Cardman coming into this year. You're not getting what you expect out of kind of the number two receiver in that offense, a Sammy Watkins replacement, where who didn't need much replacing. And now you got Josh Gordon, a guy who – wasn't too bad in 2019 still obviously still fresh and has shown what he can do at times i i see them making him active there's a reason they brought him up there's a reason they signed him they're not going to let him waste away so if if he's looking good in practice and such let him rip against the bills but talk about snaps i don't see it more than 15 maybe 20 maybe but we'll see maybe a dose of Josh Gordon here or there they probably got something whipped up for him uh but i i don't know what to expect there
0: i swear he suited up for the first time against the bills the last time he suited up i'm not like for the first time so then same exact scenario i can't i can't mm-hmm. recall but i feel like that actually happened <laughs> um where he his first game off was against the Bills, like I kind of I kind of remember that. So I can't. If anyone knows that, hit, hit me up. I, I think that he did <laughs> at one point. And if it wasn't his last time with the, with Seattle, it was at some point that he suited up against the Bills for the first time, like just in this exact same scenario. Um, but I I mean, my eyes are on you know Chris Jones again because, like you mentioned, it's a distraction uh, for the team. He's not going to be at full strength. He plays. I mean, those for the position he plays, I mean, you need your wrist. You need to be able to punch. You need to be able to, mm-hmm. to, to to separate off of your offensive lineman to make plays. If he plays, he might literally be a distraction. Honestly, he might be someone that plays limited snaps. He might be somebody that is in the game commands attention, does his job that way rather than four sacks. Um, yeah. Mirka, we got to get into the game though. Um, what are you thinking are keys to success for the Buffalo bills offense against this, conceivably at this stage poor Kansas City defense um, and what can they do differently than you know what they were able to accomplish in both of their matchups last year
1: I think the biggest thing this year and you've seen it built up to this occasion throughout the first four games is establishing the ground game against the Kansas City Chiefs Absolutely own the time of possession. You dictate the pace of the game with your offense. You keep their defense. I mean, uh, you keep their defense on the field as long as you can. They're not great. Wear them out as much as you can. And you've seen Devin Singletary and Zach Moss when Zach Moss has been active. Uh, Well, we won't talk about Week One though. Still, that never (laughs) happened in many different regards. But get that ground game going. You're seeing the Chiefs this year along 150 yards per game on the ground. I mean, you're gonna see. Allen design runs you're going to see Singletary and Moss like we have the past three weeks who have both been having success and yep. I think that's what the biggest key for all, our offense this week is to just dictate that pace of the game control it and just tear apart that defense Te- take the will out of them in the first half you know you want them feeling defeated going in that second half even if it's a close game which I expect it to be because if we go into halftime you know with 23 minutes of possession. It's a seven or you know, a 10-7 game. I'm happy with that because we're just controlling it. And yeah, I think Singletary, Moss, and Allen on the ground is our key. Yeah.
0: And I mean, what's interesting about that is that they have kind of a mishmash of defensive backs there. So, you know, you're talking about the running game, you kind of look at the passing game now. Um, you're talking about DeAndre Baker, a guy that, you know, has had his issues as well um with the law. Um and you know, here he is, you know, playing 92 snaps at wide cornerback in weeks three and four. So he's going to be a guy that's going to be matched mm-hmm. up most likely with Emmanuel Sanders. Um, so, you know, we're going to watch DeAndre Baker. We're going to la- watch Jarius Sneed, Who's in the slot. He's going to be matched up with Cole Beasley, um, you know, had a pretty good AFC championship game, um, played pretty well. Um, he struggled at times this season, 65th out of 108 ranked cornerback so far. So, um, you know, pretty good at that run defense pass rush type of hybrid role struggles and coverage. Um, mm-hmm. So there's going to be some winnable matchups there. I think they'll do different and we would be better against that this time. Mike Hughes, a guy that came over from Minnesota, um, you know, from UCF round one, um, you know, pretty highly regarded corner um, who ended up making it all the way back to Kansas City. Now, uh, didn't play much the first two weeks, had a ton of snaps last week and looked pretty good. Um, So Mike Hughes is the guy to to watch out on the boundary. And as we've talked about a little bit already, Traverius Ward, uh, a guy who hasn't played since week Mm -hmm. two, I'm not sure if that's just straight up there. Like, yeah, he was the 97th ranked corner. I'm not sure if they were just like, he just got benched, but I remember having a good playoff run as well. I mean, those DBs came out of nowhere and played a great game against the Bills in the AFC championship game. Um, And we thought that was a plus matchup last year, Mirka. And it turned out not to be with those names they've kind of not played together they've kind of mixed and matched a little bit and obviously of tyron matthew um and daniel Sorensen, who's not a good safety um what which i mean do you think that's starting to gel do you think we talked about the running game do you think there's some winnable matchups there with the passing game
1: oh 100 percent i mean you brought it up uh Traverius ward uh, he had a good playoff run he really turned it up but I don't see him as a shutdown guy in the NFL, him and Snead. Neither of them are a true number one cornerback in my eyes. I mean, I put him on par with like a Levi Wallace and you know how we yeah. both feel about him. I, that's honestly how I kind of view them where, they'll turn up when they need to. They'll have their games, but they can be abused by good receivers with a good quarterback, and the Bills have an abundance of those right now. Emmanuel Sanders, you just brought up, is going to be a matchup to watch. He's a guy who surprised me this season, uh, just rejuvenated. Not that he even needed rejuvenation. He's been doing this for a long time, but he's not dropping off. He's 34 years old, and he's having two touchdown games still. I think he's a name to watch, and the secondary can absolutely be abused. I brought it up earlier, six worth pass defense right now, allowing nearly 300 yards per game. Josh Allen, he needs to be on one because there's a lot of meat on this bone for him to chew off. Yeah. And, you know, we cut a little bit about the DBs, but you got to talk about the linebackers.
0: One of the weakest cores in the league mm-hmm. uh, with Ben Neiman. Um, you know, you've got Anthony Hitchens, Nick Bolton, guys that have all played over 170 snaps and just aren't very good linebackers. No. They're missing Willie Gay. He's not even a premier linebacker. He's okay, um, but he's certainly better than what they have there and what they're playing there with Hitchens, Bolton, and Neiman. So, um you know, that is definitely some of their awful in the run. Um, so to your point, they have some bad linebacking play. That's not going to get better anytime. They're soon. leading so tackler, Sorensen. That's not good. No, no, <laughs> that's kind not of your, good. <laughs> no, it's really not. That's not who you're looking for to be your leading tackler so far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he plays 108 snaps in the box. He plays 72 snaps at free safety and he's still your leading tack 72 snaps at free safety. Um, you know he hasn't been very good either so there's definitely some winnable matchups and the deal i mean what you would expect to be their strength kind of similar to washington isn't their mm-hmm. d lines played poor uh pitifully chris jones has been good um as expected but outside of that they've had some very poor play michael dana is leading the team got, with three sacks gotta watch
1: for him a little bit i did like him come out of the draft last year i believe he was a third round pick to the chiefs he's a guy to watch but with with no Clark or Jones, I, he's not going to be able to do enough if both yeah. them don't go. But it's looking like Clark is going, and Jones out. I guess Dana's the guy to step up there. Can he replicate Chris Jones' presence on the field and you know, against the his presence against the run as well? No. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, and, I mean, you're expecting more to Jaron Reed. Um, you know, you have Derek Nandy. You had everybody's favorite Alex Okafor got the ball chucked mm-hmm. into his face. Um by Josh Allen at the end of the game. So he's played terribly so far this season, hasn't really turned it up. Um, so there's definitely some winnable matches with this D line. Supposed to be better. It is not very good. You take Chris Jones out, even if you enter um Frank Clark, who didn't play good previous to all these like nagging injuries, he's he, he was really bad in the week two that he played. Um, you know, he's a player, you know, at any point he could turn it on. He's a guy that is, you know, pretty decent. I'm not too worried coming off of major injuries. You know, I'm sitting out. I'm not going to worry about Frank Clark too much. This defense isn't very good. It has some okay corners, which is interesting. Like, we'll see what DeAndre Baker is. He seems to have taken over at that number two cornerback spot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll see what that ends up being. I'm actually shocked he's allowed to play, but by all accounts, he got duped in his weird thing that happened with the poker game and the guns and I have Weird no situation. idea. Who knows what really happened? They say he got set up. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. It seems to be that was the way it went. He's, he's definitely paid his dues to do so. So, um, Ben Garcia wants to know who's the first mm-hmm. Bills touchdown, Meerkat?
1: So, uh, lines aren't out at the creek yet for first touchdown scores, but I, if you got to go with somebody, one guy to pick it's got to be Dawson Knox. He's on an absolute tear. He's a guy I took last year pretty much every game as the first touchdown score because Allen looks for that tight end. Dable loves chalking up the tight end early, especially in the red zone. And Dawson Knox is shown to be an absolute presence. His snap counts are insane right now. He's catching pretty much everything thrown his way, and he's been a red zone threat. So I love, love, love Dawson Knox. If not flip a coin on one of the running backs because I like both of them to have a big day. It's the Singletary break it for 25 yards for the touchdown. Or do we give it the Moss on the three? Who's it going to be flip your coin, but I like those.
0: There you go. You heard it from Mirka <laughs> and the Creek. That's who he's got taking the bills first touchdown. Um, you know, I think it's going to be interesting for me. I'm going to go with a Stefan Diggs touchdown. I think they're going to try to get the pass game going He's going to be open in the red zone. These are winnable cornerback matchups. The Bills haven't played top flight offenses, but they've played some okay defenses at times. You know, Houston wasn't great. Mm-hmm. If they were pesky, it wasn't their fault they lost. Their defense tried to do the best. They they held them great in the red zone. They did whatever they could for as bad as their offense had one yard. Uh, they 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 had four yards before halftime before making a four yard run. Not as controversial as Baltimore's four yard run. Um, but they had a four yard run, um, to double their offensive output for the, for the half. So not the, not, not the Houston defense's fault, um, about what was happening there. You have Pittsburgh who has a pesky defense. Washington has, does some things well. And Miami's got the best secondary in the league. Nothing else, but the best secondary in the league. Um, so Stefan Diggs has gone up. He's performed admirably. I think he's going to have some winnable matchups here this week. And uh, I, for me, I'm going Stefan Diggs. I'm pounding it. we will see what the numbers look like. But, revenge um, factor, only, too. Revenge factor, only one touchdown so far. Kind of an underrated thing to be like, yeah, we have Stefan Diggs. Yeah, I think he's going to score this week. I got him. I got him scoring early. I got the Bills wanting to feed him with that epic picture that they took on the AFC Championship game. I got him getting early, involved early and often in the Bills game plan this week. Um, so I'm going with Stefan Diggs as my first player to score a touchdown. All right. Got to get into this segment, though, quickly, Meerkat. The Bills versus the Chiefs. So the segment here is, do you think that this game, you can write it up for the number one seed in the AFC? Is it too early to say that week five? Or are you saying with with a potential two-and-a-half game lead here? Two-and-a-half game lead. I don't see three losses on the Bills' schedule, but I'll play. I'll give them three losses, three more losses, but that's it. This is potentially for the AFC number one seed. Do you agree or do you disagree?
1: I do agree, although a little inkling in me is, you know, wants to say the Chargers are going to be in that conversation. But the Chargers are going to charge her at some point. They're going to lose some close games. I don't see them going, you know, 13 and four like I do the Bills right now. And if we beat the Chiefs in this one, the Chiefs are not going 13 and four this season. You can guarantee yourself that uh so yeah yeah I'm agreeing
0: okay so here's my opinion I think of all the games I was happy to get out of Houston because they suck right and at some part Mm -hmm. of me was like "Do the bill can the Bills not could, could they really just look past Houston and they really get themselves into a battle it was in the back of my mind at times like I mean, there's a conceivable way Houston could backdoor into a cover. Early on, it was looking like that after the first throw of the game, the rain, the elements. It was looking like there could be some goofy things happening there, Maragat. They put it to bed, 40 to nothing victory. You take that number one rated defense, and like you've said earlier on the show, I don't care who you're playing. That's tough to do. I don't care who mm-hmm. you're doing. You, There are so many uh, players paid to play this game on the other side of the ball that you would think that somebody would break through. The Bills' second defense was as good as their starters. That's what was impressive to me. Not that, not, not, that, not that early on that they stopped him after the interception. Not I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about later on in the game when they're still making plays with their twos. That's what I'm talking about. That's what makes this team good. They have probably with the hole at cornerback two. With the hole at cornerback two. Mm-hmm. The Bills will not be exposed at that this this week. I do not believe so. I don't think you'll see enough of Josh Gordon. And I think you'll see Trey White, um, you know, if he has to go on Kelsey, I don't see it. Um, but I think he'll stay with Tyreek Hill pretty much the entire day. And they'll give him help if needed. They leave him on an island. That means they're going to double up Travis Kelsey, which would be my move. Let uh, let Tyreek Hill go against um, Tredavious White. And, you know, uh, Kelsey beat you all day. All day, all AFC championship game. You need to take him out of the game. Take him out. Be creative with Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm and that's my game plan on defense and stop the run with the run stopped. Casey's neutralized. You can begin to do things. You can get after him. You can put him in long uh, third and longs. You can put him in, in, in behind the sticks um, positions, Meerkat. That's the key to the bill success. Um, and you need to get after him. That's why the bills we've talked about it on the show. They've spent firsts and seconds and seconds and assets at the defensive end position. This is the game you get after it, Meerkat. And, and, defensively as i just broke down what's your keys to the game my keys to the game
1: simple be healthy right now as as dumb as it is right now you're looking at matt milano and trey white both dealing with some injuries where you need them healthy for this type of matchup matt milano now that hamstring didn't participate at all today it's a bit concerning you need You need him for that Travis Kelsey matchup just to help out. He's been all over this year. He's been looking like a defensive MVP candidate with his play at every level. And Jordan Poyer dealing with the ankle, limited participant. I guess he's in good spirits. He's looking good moving out there. So that's not a huge worry. But Trey White now popping up with this shoulder injury, limited today. That's what really scares me because shoulder injury for a corner, it gives you a little bit of a chill thinking about your number one corner dealing with something like that. So I hope it's not a big deal. More will unfold over the next few days with those guys. But those are two major keys for me in this matchup Matt Milano helping out with Travis Kelsey in whatever way they're chalking it up. I trust Leslie Frazier's game plan. And then Trey White with Tyreek Hill or whoever he needs to be covering to help out in that secondary because our secondary is the only reason we will lose this game.
0: Yeah. And you kind of look at the offense, and it's limited, really, beside the two we've already talked about. Um, you know, they've struggled at times at the running back position here. They don't really know who their backup running back is. Is it Daryl Williams? Is it Jarek McKinnon, who hasn't really gotten many snaps? Clyde mm-hmm. edwards Alaire hasn't played very good at all. Uh, he's been horrible in pass block. Um, they won't even play him in pass blocking situations. Um, you know, the back, uh, the second receiver before Josh Gordon, you know, has struggled at times. You know, whether it's Demarcus Robinson, who you know, they try to get going playing boundary receiver, and He just, he just doesn't have it. Like there's times when he'll be wide open because everyone's guarding everybody else, but he just doesn't have it. And then the slot is obviously Michael Hardman, who is everybody's favorite. Still, I said it, don't draft him. They don't use them. They will not continue. They will continue to not use them. It's just something that they don't use just a sneak player. Care. He's a sneak player. I don't know if he just mm-hmm. doesn't run good routes or they're just like, for as good as our offense is and he still can't get open, or whatever it might, you know, still doesn't isn't mm-hmm. any connection with Patrick Mahomes. Whatever it is, they just don't use him. They'll 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 sign Josh Gordon off the street or they'll do other things before using Nicole Hardman. His days of being that sleeper are coming to a quick end here. Um, so hopefully that doesn't bite me. But out of the slot, a plus matchup for the Bills there to be able to eye on the run, not have to pay too much attention to Nicole Hardman. So that's that's Really good when you're able to just target on their two key weapons, especially taking Clyde Edwards a layer out of the game, but good interior line, a good player in Creed Humphrey. Um, second round pick. He's been very good so far in run block, and, and he's been a pretty good center as a rookie 3rd rank center in the league. Uh, Joe Tooney and Trey Smith, a pretty decent guard combo. So they have a good interior. The Bills need to just neutralize that with their defensive tackle play. Now, the winnable matchups on the tackle position, I've seen it all week. I've seen it from their people. That they're scared of this tackle position here, Meerkat. It's plus, 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 plus wins for the Bills' defensive ends with Lucas Niang um, Mm -hmm. and Orlando Brown, who have struggled mightily in pass protection. Um, Is that the winnable matchup for you? Like, what what do you want to see, you know, kind of out of this? Um, And really, Lucas Niang's real first time playing, honestly. I mean, he was a third round pick last year. Um, and then Orlando Brown coming over as well. High, you know, highly regarded traded away some assets to get him, um, had one of the worst combines in NFL history rebounded nicely in Baltimore. One of the worst ever, ever. Yeah. Like
1: his RAS scores. That's yeah. <laughs> like a thing, of, <laughs> a thing of comedy,
0: um, but tackle position. So you look at their offense, that's a plus plus matchup for the bills. And I mean, that's mm-hmm. where they win this game. If they don't have success against those tackles, I'm not, I'm not expecting a lot of interior pressure. If they don't win a lot at those two defensive end positions with their mix and match and Epinesa and, you know, you see Rousseau show up on the injury report as well, mm-hmm. that's a key to this game your Cat.
1: No, 100%. We need to take advantage of it. You brought it up earlier in the show. This is why we've stacked this defensive line with young talent, with older veterans. I mean, we have everything. And the rotation has looked great this year. Ed Oliver has looked incredible. Star Latulale is getting after it in the past rush yep. a bit here. He's got a couple sacks on the stat sheet. I mean... You're getting everything you want out of this defense with the defense, with the production out of the defensive line, with the production out of the entire front seven, just cleaning up tackles, finishing plays, and the secondary producing as well. So, as long as you know that defensive line is humming, taking advantage of the good, favorable matchups they have, and that rotation is rolling, the secondary should have a nice. Not easy day, but an easier job handling, you know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, that is the matchup to take advantage of.
0: And we're going to talk about it a little bit. We're not going to get into score predictions here. Um, It's not going to be something we do yet on the show because that's, you know, reserved for our Sunday pregame show, Mm -hmm. um, which will be coming at you more in the afternoon this time. So we're going to have to we'll get you you some promo and some times later on this week. But do the bills win this straight up meerkat? I don't need a score prediction. Do the bills win this game? In your opinion, do they think they get it done? Do they think they put those demons aside and go in with a commanding, commanding, commanding two and a half game lead.
1: So we talked about on free money football, but there's a few little things here that, you know, scare me, even though I am feeling confident myself, like, like, you know, you see Patrick Mahomes in his career is four and zero against number one defenses. And people are calling us a, a cupcake cookie cutter, number one defense right now with the schedule. We've already went over that. We don't agree with that, but still Patrick Mahomes has done this before. Now things are looking a little bit different for him. He's got his back against the wall. He's feeling the pressure. And even if everything around him, isn't the same, Andy Reid is still his head coach and he is still Patrick Mahomes. So I can't, I can't say I'm 1,000% Bills are going to win this confident, but I do feel good. I do think the Bills get it done. I am feeling the revenge factor here, and we need to win this. this. We need to win this game, or we are just going to go back into the playoffs this year with that monkey on our back, being Casey's little brother, being scared in a big stage where we've kind of fell flat the past few years in our playoffs. When we've hit that, you know, you've seen the Jacksonville and Houston game and then the big stage with uh, Casey last year. We can't have that. We need to go in confident. We need to go in with a win against these guys.
0: Yeah, and if you don't, guess what? It lines up for another scary matchup against this year's yep. Indianapolis Colts, which might be the Chargers or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, another scary wild card home game that no one would be looking forward to um so if you don't get it done that's what you have to look forward to you have that the three versus six the two versus seven matchup Mm -hmm. to look forward to and as much as we're going to start to get the number two seed probably for the next five years right after they got rid of the buy is pretty ironic but um you know that's what you have on the fold if you don't get it done that's what you have on the fold to you know you're gonna have to look forward to having to play like these trendy young offensive teams like the chargers. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what's going to happen to you. So instead of that, why don't you get it done in week five and then really be, you have a two and a half game lead. And guess what? If you slip up against, you know, the Panthers uh, later on, on, on in December, like, okay, like you slipped up, like, you know, it happened week one, mm-hmm. you know, if you slip up one point, you're allowed to do that with that two and a half game lead. Yeah. I mean, you guys start thinking about the Ravens, you guys start thinking about, you know, other teams that are there, I just don't think they have enough firepower to compete with these top two offensive teams in the Bills and the Chiefs. So, I have the Bills taking care of it. I think it's going to model off of Patrick Mahomes' career of going to the AFC Championship game and losing. That's what Josh Allen has now under his belt. And then, what did he follow that up with? A Super Bowl win. I think the Bills could, you know, be in a super uh, and, and and in the same type of position to where they go ahead and lose in that AFC Championship game. They have a ton of motivation. I think that they play better on the road right now. I don't know why I do. I think the team plays better on the road, um, which is surprising because obviously they have a shutout at home and a shutout on the road. I think that they look better on the road. I think that that Steelers game, I just didn't like the feel of that week one at home. I like this game on the road. I like Josh Allen. He loves to shut up haters. That's what he does. I hate to be cliche. That's his favorite pastime, whether it's the the people who judged him as the seventh best quarterback behind Mason Rudolph. Whether it's the people who said he would never become accurate. Josh Allen loves to do that. Mm-hmm. And he has probably his last, yeah, against Brady will be interesting, but really his last real test before the playoffs. I mean, it's week five. But, you know, you be, if you beat Mac Jones, yeah, it's a it's a win, but no one's no one's gonna care. Um, you know, you beat the Jets, no one's gonna care. You beat the Colts, nobody's gonna care. Um This is his only time to get people to care, to be a commanding number one seed, to show that, like, yo, we're serious. Like, we're the number one team in the NFL. You can get all that done here this week, Meerkat. The Bills get it done. I do not like the Chiefs defense, even if they get some pieces back, even if they mix and match. I think that's the difference in this game. I saw Patrick Mahomes getting his. I have a very similar game to how the Chargers game went. That's almost the model of this game I have here. So the Bills will get it done. We'll have score predictions for you on Sunday. We'll bring you that pregame show, which is going to be a fun one on Sunday mm-hmm. Night Football. Um, and I would just be excited, Bill Sands. I mean, you have the chance to be the number one seed, have a two and a half game lead and be the top dog in the conference for as long as it may be. You can even have a one or two game buffer by beating the Chiefs because that has such high clout. And that's what it needs to be about. This game's important. I would fall through. To the, would you trade a Titans loss for this win? Would you would you trade that? Right now, if you could sign it in ink, would you trade a Bills win on Sunday Night Football and a, for a Titans loss, or oh, would you say man. I'm going to take my chance?
1: Oh, because I hate the Titans so much and they're so bad. Like, so, but that's saying like if I don't take that, the Bills still have a chance to win. Normal chances to win this weekend, but like normal if, chan- Okay, normal chances if I don't do normal it. Think, but if you guarantee the win, you guarantee a Titans loss. I'm rolling the dice with the Bills and trust them. I am not guaranteeing that Titans loss. I just can't. That's disgusting. I hate the Titans. They're not good this year. If we lost that team. So
0: so you think worst case scenario is Bills lost this week. Bills win next week. You think that's worst case scenario, right?
1: I think that's worst case scenario right now, but I'm still feeling confident going with a double win. I mean, Titans probably going to be healthy by our matchup and such, but They're not their defense. That team's horrible
0: without those receivers, and they're both going to be back, aren't they?
1: So this weekend, AJ Brown just came back to practice. He's looking like questionable this weekend. I don't think Julio's going this weekend, but by next week they should be both will go unless something sets them back. Which is not great because that offense without them is enough outside of Derrick Henry. Let Derrick Henry rush for 140 yards. I don't care if they can't pass the ball. Let them chew up clock and not do anything. We will gouge them when we need to. I mean, that defense. We're talking how bad the Chiefs' defense is. I think it might not be statistically through four games so far, but as a unit, that Titans' defense might be the worst in the league.
0: Looking forward to that matchup too next weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next Monday, I should say. We're going to get into that next week on the show, but I wanted to say you will look out for um, Kevin's. I'm going to be doing Kevin's cool takes a 10 minute Mm -hmm. clip every single week with my coolest take of the week. I'm going to be promoting that. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be a YouTube series only. Yes. It'll be tweeted. Yes. It'll probably be on IG, but look out for that. I'm going to bring bold takes. These aren't going to be, you know, um, just oblivious, like, you know, really vague tweets. These are going to be bold ideas and why I think, what i think so look out for those Those the first one will be on this guise of what we're talking about here today with the bills being the number one seed it'll be coming at you you know it's going to be out for you tomorrow so look out for that wanted to, to, to take a shout out for that but we're going to be bringing you great youtube content all season long you know we're getting this show on youtube we want interactions we want comments so please leave those like subscribe follow and shout out to picasso's pizza and they're great, great pizza, char and cut pepperoni, you name it. Get out there and get to Picasso's mm. Pizza, uh, one of the best pizza places in the western New York area. So get your Picasso's as soon as possible. Great for Sunday Night Football and Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? Get your case of favorite favorite um alcohol that you like i mean so many good choices holiday seasons rolling around get those gift um opportunities with those free glasses and those awesome you know Mm -hmm. different variations of those gift kits those things are pretty cool always like getting myself a nice little glass with my Mm -hmm. liquor for the same price so outlet liquor which your outlet meerkat after all this has been said show's winding down how are you feeling
1: I'm feeling good, you know, talking through some of my worries this episode and, you know, really breaking it down. There's there when you're going, you know, through both teams and checking off the matchups, the bills are like, check, 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 check. You know, I'm fe- I'm feeling really good heading into this week. Last year, got a bit inflated in the regular season heading into that matchup. Got crushed by Clyde Edwards. There that's not happening again. Playoffs felt confident but it it was still that big stage having that regular season loss and that's why I think winning this weekend is so important because it's going to be the Chiefs it's probably it's probably going to be the Chiefs and Bills in the AFC championship game as long as seeding allows that and we need this regular season win I want that one seed give us the bye week baby
0: yeah and be careful because like we talked about it can get hairy if it doesn't get like that. If you, if you line up as if for some reason you start to scroll down by the fourth seed, you know you're going to win the division. Both these teams, in my opinion, will win these divisions. They have mm-hmm. it harder, um, already losing to potentially one of their contenders. Um, the Bills are going to be at least the four. However, um, you know one tough game against the five seed, the best wildcard team, which is always a challenge. And then you're then you're going to have to go to KC at that stage. You got to be careful mm-hmm. with this stuff, Meerkat, and that's why this game is really important to so not only. Instead of talking about the four, you know, this is week five. However, I don't care. It's important. You're talking about the one. So this game gets it done. The Bills get it done. And follow us on for the pregame show. Where we're going to get into our exact predictions. Maybe get into a little bit more deeper. Maybe have on a guest or two, Meerkat. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Thinking about
1: that. You're going to have to tune in to find out, folks.
0: You're going to have to tune in. Watch out for our pregame announcements. Watch out for our promotions. But that's going to do it for us here on the Crowd Assist podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm Kevin Nassari. That's Meerkat. We will catch you this Sunday for Sunday Night Football. Good night now.